0: Oh me, oh my, it looks like we could be losing this Bill Belichick guy. Ladies and gentle fans of Patriot Nation, we come to you today with the Six Rings and Football Things Podcast Preview Edition, brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash six rings to sign up today. We gave you this offer all season long, people, but the good folks at FanDuel, decided to carry the best of 2023 and the worst of the Patriots season into 2024. The offer still stands. Amazing no-sweat first bet, same-game parlay offers, and so much more. And now we've done flipped the whole thing on its head because hashtag fade isn't a thing anymore. I went 3-0 last week, and you know what, Hart? I'm feeling pretty good about my bets this week, which we will get to at the tail end of this podcast. Looking forward to hearing where you are going to put your money and your mouth. That's not how the expression goes. Guys, just try to keep up with me. I'm out of the COVID. I'm just fresh off the COVID-19 reserve list. Feeling you don't worry about where my mouth is. All right now, freshen things up. Would you family podcast? Besides, we have to do this properly. This, this needs to be a love letter. Isn't this the love letter podcast? The There goes our champion, because most people in Patriot Nation believe this will be the ultimate game for Bill Belichick, coach of the New England Patriots. As his future in Foxborough continues to remain a mystery, wrapped in an enigma, covered in a puzzle, nobody really knows for sure. Though, there is seems to be informed speculation. I know we can't bet on it. You've got your feelings on it. I've got my feelings on it. I think we both believe he will not be the coach of the Patriots after Sunday's game. And what a send-off it could be for him, Andy. Could there be a more appropriate game, a more appropriate opponent? Should this be the Foxborough finale for the greatest coach in franchise, if not NFL history, Bill Belichick against the New York Jets? And by the way, today, Andy, happy 24th fan of Bill Belichick resigning from the New York Jets after he was hired for but a single day. Turned around. Rat snake bit them right on their gangrene ass and said, see ya. Three weeks later, he's the HC of the NEP and a large, brilliant and frustrating portion of both Patriots and Jets history was written then.
1: So I've felt for months now that this was the end of the Belichick era in New England. I have not wavered at any point. A um, couple meaningless wins don't change anything for me. A couple guys fighting the good fight don't change anything for me um we had a story in the Boston Herald for the second year in a row basically detailing the dysfunction um of Bill Belichick and right he can still coach and i think everybody agrees that like if you just asked him to draw up a defense, execute a defense, call a defense, he's lost touch with players, realities, staff building, organizationally, personnel, like all of the other aspects of the job have passed him by He just he's like he's like the rest of us, quite honestly, you get a little older and there's still things you can do at a really high level. But then there's other things that are sort of on the periphery that you're like, why do the kids say these things? What are we betting on? Why do they keep saying bet like you lose touch with other areas? You can still take care of your own business that you do on a day to day basis. Basis. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm charismatic. What's this whole thing about people saying that I I got the Riz? No, right? Like what a Riz? What? Is I don't it, even know how to do spell that. To a, I do do it. Do I? Do I have to get a vaccine for that? Do I? Is there a pill for it?
1: So, but it, it's a big job with a lot of like just being able to yeah. know what the opponent's going to do on third and seven is not enough to carry you anymore through. You know, we've had the comparison for years when you're the mm-hmm. head coach or the CEO of a billion-dollar corporation. You got to make sure everything, it's like when the shareholders come together and ask for a detailed report on your company, you can't just answer one question positive and then have 10 questions that are negative. They're, they're looking for the totality of the corporation mm-hmm. to be moving in the right direction so that they make monies in this competitive business world. It's no different in the NFL. Yeah. It's great that you can still coach and stand in front of a, a defense and tell them what to do, but the job is so much bigger than that. And the bottom line is all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Is the reason you're a four-win coach right now? Is the reason you broke a quarterback? Is a reason you apparently have more uh, finger pointing and and just uncertainty behind the scenes than me? Th-
0: dude, this Herald piece. And by the way, I should also promote as host of the program. Make sure you stay tuned after our Patriots Jets preview and FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week for Andy's chat with none other than the Boston Herald's Doug Kide, A perfectly timed. Patriots media interview for the podcast this week if I may say so myself and I did good job by me bless you thank you that's for Quentin Williams fans out there hope
1: he doesn't blow us off now that uh, I'm sure his DMs and his texts are blowing up and he probably has better options
0: oh Andrew Callahan I, I gotta I gotta give him his flowers for somebody who I think does an awesome job and gets a lot of regional and sometimes national love for the great work he does for the Herald Returns every text, always open for a beverage. We'll chat with us any any individual time, and I'm sure Doug will as well. This will be a very fun chat, a perfect get, considering he co-authored the piece with Callahan as well. I was very – I was not surprised, Andy, but I was a little bit alarmed. I can't even say I was disappointed because a- Andrew's an impeccable reporter, and Doug Kide is also somebody who doesn't make stuff up. But say what you want about their, ins- their analysis, if you will – all 22 breakdowns, even the occasional football jokes on Twitter, social media, et cetera. As far as reporting goes, their sources, their sourcing, and the story that they present, Callahan is consistent. Even Belichick would probably tell you, if you ever gave him a little truth I'm like, yeah, I got to bust his balls because Callahan's always up my ass, but he does a good job. Like, yeah, that's, that's his job. And so if you are somebody that wants to just have nothing but pure Belichick appreciation. If you want to wear your Patriots glasses, the hoodie footie pajamas, as Ordway would say, and just celebrate everything, six rings, nine Super Bowls, everything of the last quarter century, go ahead. Do not read this piece until after the Patriots game on Sunday or Monday, whenever it is you want to finally read it, or just don't read it at all. If you really want to get an understanding as to why things are where they are, why the Patriots have the most losses in a season in the Robert Kraft ownership era, let alone Bill Belichick coaching the Patriots, why people say this organization is a mess, and there may very well need to be a reboot and a gut reno, read the piece, and then you'll understand why. Because it's not just, ah, fake news and here's typical Boston media. No, there are so many issues that need to be dealt with. And maybe, like you said, Andy, The attention to detail for Bill Belichick may just not be there to be able to go through a sweep out all the you don't just kill one cockroach. Put it that way. Like if you see one, there's more and you got to make sure you root them out of the house no matter what you do. And it's going to take a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I want to if some people may not have read it or aren't going to read it, as you said, because they want to bury their head in the sand like an ostrich, um, I would basically summarize everything that we talked about that could go wrong went wrong and everything that might not fit perfectly didn't fit perfectly like from Bill O'Brien a third coordinator in three years and how Mac's going to deal with that to Bill coming into a staff that already exists and is Adrian Clem really a good offensive line coach because he kind of stunk in Pittsburgh and they ran him out of town and how's that going to fit like just a lot of layers to oh Juju Smith Schuster is he really better than Jacoby Myers like are these new weapons even weapons at all? Do the tackles <laughs> no. have any upside or are they just the hobo bum fight or whatever the heck you called it? Like a hobo rumble. What? Yes. Everything went wrong. That could go wrong along those lines. And again, part of the job. And, and I've always thought the, the worst aspect of Belichick is his, um, people skills and you know, those get overshadowed when you win. I always said people liked playing for Belichick. They didn't like Belichick and there is a differentiation they like playing for him because he puts them in position to succeed he does know how the game's going to play out he is a little bit of a um phenom or whatever in that area but the the rest of it leaves something to be desired but that doesn't matter when you're winning when you're losing the other stuff creeps up feelings matter people point fingers like stuff just falls apart and that's what you've seen this year to the point where Yes, you need a change. Yes, it is time, and I think Robert Kraft agrees with that. But we're still um, half a week away from finding out definitively.
0: Yeah, this—I mean, just oh boy, there's just so much in the piece uh, to chew over. It's not quite as long. It's actually—it's a meaty. <laughs> oh, it's long. <laughs> it's long. That's—that's that's a tome right there. That's a—that's uh, a piece and a half. Not quite as long as the expose after last season. But just to think. It's just almost unthinkable to me that we would have one season end with an expose as to how dysfunctional it was inside the walls of one formerly Tom Brady place. And then the owner says, oh, I'll tell you one thing we're not going to have is this mess again. No, sir. After you said that, and then the coach committed to it, they actually found a way to make it worse. And when you read this and, you know, some people may, you can't trust all team, you know, every source. You know, some of them have a little bit of an agenda. There could be some monetary reasons why people uh, elevate their hyperbolic descriptions of the way things have gone. But by and large, this paints a picture that tells you it's probably time for change for Bill Belichick. Maybe he'll be relieved by not having to be in charge of all this and rebuild the mess that got made. Like I've said a million times, it's almost a drinking game at this point. Bill, the GM done damned Bill, the coach. And now it's time to just sort of like, come on in. Tell everyone how how wonderful they are and uh, keep things rolling. And uh, one thing people
1: don't include in that enough, I think when we have, we've had that argument for years, Bill, the GM, yeah, Bill yeah. the coach, yeah, yeah. is they, they fixate on solely the on-field general manager duties, the talent procurement, free agency, the draft. Guess this what? guy's a ball hawk. This guy can't yeah. run. His knee is bad. It's so much more than that. It is putting a staff together, managing that staff, managing roles and jobs and egos and all of those things in, you know, behind the scenes in the football mm-hmm. offices. And the more you read about this, the more it went south. Um, even to the point where he didn't want Bill O'Brien, he wanted to bring Matt Patricia back and keep building in inter- turn, which is the Belichick way keep everybody together, keep the friends close, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but it, it was a mess. We all, what we all saw was the sausage. <laughs>
0: We got a little more insight into
1: what's inside the sausage
0: today. This is basically Upton Sinclair's The Football Jungle. Like, you don't want to know. Yeah, no. You bring Patricia back. One of the only highlights of the season was sending Patricia to Philadelphia to watch him torpedo their season as their new defense, as their in season replacement at defensive coordinator. He somehow found a way to make their defense worse, which I think is amazing. The guy is a true football magician. You might argue that
1: Patricia ruined two teams this season. He ruined the Patriots by just everything he set in place last year that was mm-hmm. sort of um not able to be fixed and recovered from this year and then he gets to Philly and starts to work there and like tearing it down. It's an inside job.
0: Yeah, I I truly yeah, the call definitely And I like him I, by the way. I do need
1: to say I've always had a very good relationship with Matt Patricia um personally, but it's like Josh McDaniels. Those two guys who I think have done a really good job with Bill Mm-hmm. don't do a really good job away from bill and don't do a really good job when sort of they veer off their areas of comfort and, and it's all falling apart. That's just the, the, the reality is it's all falling apart.
0: Yeah. And someone who, whoever comes in next better, uh, have a good sturdy pair of gloves, some nice boots and not mind getting their hands the, the, getting their clothes dirty. Cause it's going to be a Clean. big old cleanup. Find You know what? Find the helpers, find the cleaners. What is that? Um, What is that thing that goes through
1: a high school football locker rooms every once in a while? One of those like, um, bacterias Uh, uh, or something. And they have MRSA, MRSA. This is a MRSA MRSA, clean. This is, you need to get everybody uh, out. MRSA is bad news. Really? Spray everything down with bleach and just start fresh next spring.
0: That's MRSA. Ain't no joke, man. That's bad. That's like, like you, you could almost sort of say like, uh, Belichick, uh, with the di- the dysfunction that's going through between the players and his coaches, has a staff infection. But technically, MRSA is worse. You're welcome. No, 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 no. Soak Action it in. Up, Come on. Actually, I it was pretty. Come on. Was-
1: Come on. Staff <laughs> infection. The story of the twenty. I actually think that should have been the headline of the Globe. Staff infection. The story of the twenty twenty three Patriots downfall.
0: I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna, te- you know what, after the pod, I'll text that one to Callahan and see what he thinks, or you can good. run it by Kaid when you yeah. chat with him as well. Or
1: at least somebody should use it on TV when talking about this story, like NBC Sports Boston should bring in Andrew Callahan, do a segment on it, and the little Chiron thing. The lower third like, will say Stab infection. infection. Yeah, you
0: could have like, used it last night. Damn it, I should have gotten. it Think to you. of it. Well, because I, I did, but you never want to give me my flower. Rayder. That's
1: fine. There's a first time for everything.
0: Oh, would you just blow it out your ass? All right. Oh. Uh no, that's fine. I can say it anywhere. It's okay. And also we did get some uh, intimations uh, even before Andrew and Doug pulled the blanket back on the corpse of the 2023 Patriots. We heard a lot from some national resources who are pretty plugged in and none, none too hot take-ish, if I may, in Jeremy Fowler and Dan Graziano at ESPN, who neither neither of whom... I, what I say came right out and said, like, you can expect a coaching change to be made next week, but pretty much did everything. They tap danced around it and did everything except to actually come out and say like, yeah, this is it. And so how do we think Andy, and we'll have obviously a ton of time to react to this on the six rings post game show Sunday, which should be a whopper. Uh, and then we'll have pods of plenty next week and beyond. How do you think this plays out following the game on Sunday? Well, first of all, I think for next week,
1: you and I should probably be in the seats we are in right now for the entire week, with our finger on the button, just ready to do emergency podcasts based on everything. Why not just a
0: hundred sixty-eight hour live stream?
1: Yep, I, I think Let's we go. should. It works for Seven all these straight like, days. Beast, Mister Beast, did it. He stayed in a room for like a hundred hours. Like, I think we should just stay in this room. On the, I just came
0: trends. out of that room where I was for like a
1: hundred and twenty hours. I <laughs> <Well>, like <laughs> staying in this one. This damn is the it. End.
0: It's a new um, quarantine
1: I just exited. It's a, it's a <sighs> Patriot-based quarantine until we uh, get rid of the staff infection and everything that goes into it. Um, uh, I think it's probably going to be midweek before we start to really see sort of the dominoes fall. I don't think it'll right. be Black Monday or I no. keep saying terrible Tuesday. I know that Jordan Schultz guy was like, yeah, Kraft and Belichick are going to meet next week. No, n- I'm not going to swear. No crap, buddy. They meet next week after every season. Like, that's how these things work around here. Thanks for pointing out the obvious, Um, but how it unfolds, because we continue to get these um, mutual parting of the ways reports. Well, I keep asking this. If they haven't really met and talked about it, how do they know the other side wants to mutually part ways? It's not really feasible. If Belichick digs his heels in, you're going to have to fire his old ass. That's Mm -hmm. just the reality. If he doesn't want to play ball with you, and if he now maybe he does, maybe he's had enough. Maybe he is so sick. Cause I can't imagine he enjoys this dysfunction that the Herald is detailing yet again, like the rubbing of the wrong way behind the scene. And this guy doesn't like that guy. And this guy's holding too many meetings and this guy's not holding enough meetings. And I, that is like, that feels like some middle school crap that would crawl up his ass sideways and ruin life for him. And Whoa. he always said, I, I remember this maybe like eight to 10 years ago, he said, I'm going to keep, coaching as long as i'm coaching guys i want to coach like that the player right. he wants well this season i think he got some guys he didn't want to coach because he already sent some of them packing like mm-hmm. jc jackson and jack jones and trent brown but we may have also missed he probably should have said i'll keep coaching as long as i like the guys i'm coaching with not above right. but with like and i don't know that he probably enjoyed the assistant coaches this year and everything that seems to have been gone on behind closed doors so um but how it plays out after they win or lose against the Jets, I think you're going to get 48 to 72 hours there of maybe uncertainty mm-hmm. before yeah. you start to see the dominoes start to fall.
0: That's my guess is the first, yeah, the 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 first word, if you will, the the our first little breadcrumbs will start to maybe trickle out Tuesday night or Wednesday morning as to if there's going to be a presser, maybe there's going to be a joint conference where they all sit down at a table and, you know he gets his applause and he gets to make a farewell speech and blah blah, blah. the same way he comes in he goes out um you know Andy I, I i like there's just so much they had a terrible right they were 5 and 11 in 2000 they're probably going to go 5 and 12 this year cuz i think we both think they're going to beat the jets 2000 was the, the of life the the tooth of, oh my god even El, elton if elton john isn't dead yet that may be the death knell that could that could be it. you know what actually oh hold on a second just got an email from Disney. You do not owe us any rights and clearances for that because it was... Okay, yeah, you're fine, Eddie. Because uh, it sounded nothing like the original. Oh it didn't... None of the algorithms and the bots that listen for copyright infringement were like, no, we're you're clear. That's fine. We've never heard that before. Uh, shit, now I lost my... I lost my train of thought. On, Grandpa. Uh, no, No, but also, year 2000. First time, first year coach for Bill Belichick. No pro bowlers. 2023, likely Bill Belichick's last season. No pro bowlers on the team like it's gone for like he took it from garbage, took it to the highest mountaintop and they're up there. And then quickly the roller coaster zipped back down like the symmetry is the numerical symmetry is undeniable. Yeah, but also is undeniable
1: that he didn't finish the way he wanted. If you believe the Seth Wickersham story where he talked about a truly dynastic approach and he wanted to leave it as good or better than he found it kind of thing and all that ain't happening and the problem is they had a two-year timeline that he blew up i firmly believe the plan was for him to coach two more years stabilize things with mac jones as the quarterback and then pass it off to gerard mayo in a seamless transition of power Mm -hmm. and you're competing along the way and it all fell apart it all fell apart under his watch um Mm -hmm. he certainly has plenty of blame um to, to take now is there other blame certainly you could pass some blame around and that you know i'm sure robert Kraft made some mistakes i'm sure matt Groh made some mistakes and other people made mistakes but matt bill jones Bel- made some mistakes he made some mistakes and, and
0: bill belichick though you got the credit you you get the blame now it's just I, the way it works that's how it works he always said the same play of, when we win compliment the players when we lose come after me well there's been more losing than winning and thus they've come for him yep uh, all right, let's get to the game, Andy, as well. Uh, one more thing. Oh, yeah. Well, this is related to the game,
1: but not the specific on-field action as much sure. as the stadium action relating to Bill Belichick. Hmm. Matthew Slater will be on the big board sometime in the fourth quarter to get his uh, standing ovation from the home crowd, the Foxborough faithful. Uh, that's a certainty to me. Matthew Slater playing his last game in all in all likelihood. Um, what um, if
0: I told you I can pretty much without – Telling you how and why I know, like, this is it. We all know Well, I do, too. I mean, I'm just, yeah. people change their minds, so I'm not going to say would He did last
1: year. He was about to go and then change his mind, but I'm 99%. He once said he would never coach football. Now he says he might coach football. So he seems to have a little bit of a a mind change thing going on late
0: in his Mm -hmm. career. Indecisiveness, Um, if you will. Yes.
1: Do you think Bill Belichick will be uh, shown on the big board in the final five minutes of the game for his standing ovation? Would he want that? Would he actually tell people not to do that? Would he get mad about that? Would the crafts want that? Is it showing your hand if you put him on the big board? Is that like saying, by the way, just so everybody knows for sure, these are the it closing is. minutes of his career here. Um, it is. Do you think that plays out on that massive television screen in the snow?
0: Uh, I do not feel like Bill Belichick will be shown uh, in the fourth quarter on the Ultron, if you will, the ultra mega super jumbotron. Um I don't think you'll see Belichick in the fourth because there'll probably be an edict from Belichick, Burrs, et cetera. Don't do that. He doesn't want to be a distraction. Doesn't want to tip the hand. Doesn't want to distract from the game. That's what he is. He's programmed to just coach the freaking game in front of him. Whereas Matthew Slater, not his building, not his his employees. So it'll be a request.
1: I want it. If Jonathan Kraft says I want it, guess who's going to be on the big board? Well, Bill. Robert
0: Kraft might say, I want it. You deserve it, Bill. And Jonathan Kraft might be thinking like, you know what? I'm so pissed at this guy. Put him up the whole fourth quarter. Put him up. He, made those dad, things that, he with turned the little, dad into
1: a meme. The uh, With the little things that say, you know, Bill Belichick, 2000 to 2024. <laughs> like, died. In
0: the arms of the angel. Yeah, yeah. That would be so awkward. I do think you'll see Slater. And I love Dakota Randall's tweet from Nessen earlier this week. Uh, If we don't run at least one, if the Patriots don't run at least one, you know, flea flicker or wide receiver play for Matthew Slater just so he can get his flowers in his final game, then what the hell is the team doing in this losing season? Like, give the fans some. Come on, give them something to cheer about, Belichick. Come on, do it. I would love, love to see Matthew Slater. Get one offensive play.
1: Absolutely. Now, you can criticize it and say, wow, the guy doesn't play offense, hasn't played offense in eight years. And, and there's a reason why. <laughs> and that's fine. But I would also say, are you taking this game seriously or not? Or are you just, you know, playing out the string? So the hardos that pretend that he doesn't do stuff like that, the hardos that pretend he never attempted a drop kick or never put Deion Branch back in to get his thousand yards, like the hardos would say Belichick is above t- such things. I would like to think he's not above such things, and I would abs, especially since their wide receivers stink. I mean, let's be honest. You're putting everybody out there anyway. Put Matthew Slater in. Either run a deep ball, run a jet sweep, let him get the ball, and let us all cheer. And hopefully, right. it doesn't go south like Trent, um, Troy Brown's punt return. Remember when the one went off
0: his face and it was like in yeah, 2007, like hey, hey, he- Troy Brown, get you. Oh no, yeah, that was against the Dolphins. That was yeah. bad. Hopefully that doesn't that. happen if they put Slater in on offense.
1: <laughs> I would uh-uh. let him play. No, no, no. You know what I'd let him do? What? Offense, defense, and special teams. He played safety for a portion of his career. He's a wide receiver for a portion of his career. Obviously, he'll be on special
0: teams. I'd let him play in all three phases. Let him get a snap in all three phases yep. since he is such a Belichick guy. And one day, hopefully, yep. we will see him get his yellow jacket and bronze bust in Kenton, Ohio, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Here's one person who will sing Belichick's praises no matter what. And deservedly so, because that's been, that's really like the last of his guys. He called him, he said it was one of the guys that would be on his, uh, ultimate all Bill Belichick team from the Giants to the Jets to the Browns and the Patriots and more deservedly. So Matthew Slater, what a career. All right, let's get to our, uh, our preview and bet here. It is time for the FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week. FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash six rings to sign up today. And bet alongside or against your old pals, Fitzy and Hart, here on the show. All right. The New England Patriots in the finale of their 2023 season, which takes place sadly in 2024. The Patriots are one and a half point favorites at home against the Jets. The Jets have come in with a record of 5 and 11, I believe, or are they 6 and 10? 6 and 10. 6 and 10. Okay. They got six, as the Joker would say. Six. Six and 10. An over under of 30 and a half points scored. The weather on Sunday. A miserable mix. garbage. The tail end of a nor'easter. kid. Could be anywhere between two to four inches of fresh snow falling during the day with some rain, freezing snow, wind, ice. You name it. It'll be there in attendance for the Belichick farewell. Couldn't be a more appropriate send out uh, as we get crap weather in the area from late Saturday night into Sunday morning. Should be at, what a tailgate that's going to make for. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and it's going to be lousy game conditions. As well, Andy, I'm going to keep this one real simple. It's clockwork it and ha- it's Bill Belichick, 38 and 11 against the Jets as coach of the Patriots, 39 and 12 overall. He runs this one to 39 and 40. The Patriots will find a way to beat the Jets, even though I will say big laugh last night on the Rich Keefe show. A caller who's a Jets fan who now is in the New England area called up and said, I'm so sick and tired of you guys. I've been underfoot, miserable for years. The last thing I want to see is my team win just so the New England Patriots get a better draft pick. I want the Patriots to beat the even Jets fans yep. are rooting for the Patriots because they don't want to see Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Smi- uh, rather, they don't mind if he smiles about the win. They don't want the Patriots to have a chance to get a better quarterback and thus put uh, Jets Nation once again gang green. Under thumb. We'll talk a little bit about that on Friday in our Behind Enemy Lines podcast with Will Parkinson from Turn on the Jets, one of our best pals here on the show. So anyway, I will go with uh, the Patriots and the under. And my prop, I took this in the Steelers game. It didn't come true because that was a weird-ass game. However, I feel more comfortable in the offensive ineptitude of Zappi versus Simeon in the finale. Give me at 155, each individual team's first drive ending in a punt. So
1: I agree. I'm taking the Patriots. Uh, I don't feel great about it. Anytime you have a quarterback who likes to turn the ball over on the first play of the game, anything could happen. You mix in some snow. I'm glad it's going to snow. I think that's going to beautify what is a dog of a football game late in the year. Um, So I I love the snow. I love the theater of the snow, the look of it and making it a snow game. Um, So I'll lay the point and a half for the Patriots, but anything Mm -hmm. could happen. It's, it's why I've loved people talking about, um, you know, Will they tank? Well, I think they can lose organically. I don't know if they need to tank. Like, right, your quarterback turns the ball over three times in the first half like he did last week, it might be over. Now, the Jets' defense, not playing all that well. They've given out 28-plus points three they weeks in a row. They got
0: smoked against old man, their old pal Flacco, a week and a half ago. I think the
1: Patriots are the team that's trying more. They have gotten rid of some of the guys that I don't think would be trying, and I think the Patriots are the try-hard team in this game, and I think the try-hard team will win. I do think it'll be under- Because, well, you know, both offenses kind of stink and both defenses are the strength of the team, regardless of Mm -hmm. how the Jets are playing. Mm -hmm. I considered your first drive one, but what I would have done had I done it, but I don't have the balls is Jets first drive Patriots first drive other and hope that both teams turn the
0: ball over on their first drive because you get a
1: juice out of that?
0: Can can Zappi go for the trifecta, Andy? Because against Denver and against Buffalo, not only first drive, first play from scrimmage a turnover. It's what he do. He throw the ball to other team a lot in
1: practice, in games, wherever he is. He a gunslinger. That's how you make it sound good. Gunslinger. Well, gunslinger, he throws it to the other team. He gives it to the other team. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go simple here because you can get a little juice out of this. And I think double up on your winnings if you're a Patriot fan. Patriots by 1 to 13 points is Mm -hmm. plus 135. So you get a little plus money there. Um, And you you kind of all package it together into one nice, tidy win for your Patriots. But I've been saying all week, if you truly want to win and you're not short sighted, the best way, as you mentioned, the caller noted to stick it to the Jets is to lose, is to get the number two pick when the Falcons win and then have potentially Drake May or Caleb Williams or whoever the
0: hell else you want beat the snot out of the Jets twice a year for the next 10 or 12 years. Uh, just for the record, that's a great idea. And don't forget because of all the different, uh, popsicle headache inducing math we've been in scenarios we've been treated to this week from the Schragers and the, this guy and the, that guys and the Kornacki when they talked, uh, you do want the Falcons to beat the saints. You would love to see the commanders pull off the upset against the Cowboys. They did it last year. And what was like Sam Howell's first start? They don't that, what is Sam Howell and riverboat Ron? Why do they have to tank? There's, uh, there's no organizational edict. Watch. The Cowboys will go tooth and nail against the Commanders this week with the Cowboys, NFC East, and a number two seed on the line as well. That would be an absolute gift in Patriots Nation as well because then they'd have a shot at the number two pick. So we'll be scoreboard watching. We'll be actual game watching. And uh, just a fun little tidbit, folks. In case you want to get crazy and bet uh, the final score, Patriots six, Jets three is plus 11,000. I mean, how you don't just put five bucks on that just in case? Just... That Now you're just throwing like little chips on the roulette table. Just, you know, yeah, whatever. And just to
1: cross promote, if you want to jump on over on the six rings feed to the Cadillac's Crucial Clashes edition where he, mm. Mike Cadillac, WEI.com makes his game prediction. I won't tell you what happens, but you're going to be angry potentially at Chad Ryland for a different reason
0: than you're normally angry at Chad Ryland. Oh, he's going to make the game winning. Okay. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say anything. All right. That was me. Cadillac's crucial clash is also there on the six ring speed. All right. So there you go. So Andy and I both are taking the Patriots to cover. We are taking the under as well. I'm going to give you a first drive ends in a punt for each team at plus 155. And Andy at plus 135, you had uh, Patriots winning by a margin of one to 13. Put those all together. You can make yourself a nice couple of bucks, hopefully. That'll pay for what we hope was a healthy and happy holiday season for everyone. All right, that'll do for the Six Rings and Football Things Patriots and Jets preview and our FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week. Stay tuned now for Andy's chat with Doug Kite of the Boston Herald, who will detail a little bit of the great expose he and Andrew Callahan put together on the dysfunctional and disappointing Patriots 2023 season. Tomorrow morning, Friday morning, two days before the game, don't forget. We'll have our Behind Enemy Lines chat with Will Parkinson of Turn On The Jets. He's one of our favorite podcast hosts and guests here on Six Rings and Football Things. We'll celebrate how miserable both teams are and who wants to win this game more or less. For Hart, for Turp, for everyone, for Cadlick and the entire company here at Six Rings and Football Things. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we're a presentation of WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Good day. God bless. Go Patriots. And now, Andy and Doug Kide from the Boston Herald.